Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of Pearl Mania 500. The husband and wife duo podcast, where one person who is heavily pregnant uh, <laughs> and a man who is a dipshit uh-huh, yeah. sits across from her yeah. as she says Lord to him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. while getting progressively angrier at him yeah. as the episode uh-huh, evolves. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's is, the whole podcast. That is that is how <laughs> it's funny because like when we started the podcast, like you weren't pregnant. Yeah. And then, like, rapidly you were. Like, you've been mm-hmm. pregnant this whole podcast. I know. <laughs> the listeners didn't know until very recently. Yeah. Which is why today's episode is about updates. There's a place where you can stay when the world gets too insane. Thank you so much. His name was Dusk. Uh, I'm sitting here with Mrs. Pearlmania. Yep. Uh, she is just a delight to be around. Wow. Yeah. I swear to God. Yeah? I will come across this desk and get at you. That's true. If you don't change your attitude right now. I know. <laughs> I know. And we've been we've been talking now for the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. about future changes that we're thinking about making to this show. Yep. Post family leave, or as mm-hmm. you like to call it, maternity, paternity. Mm-hmm. Um, and during that time, we like we said before, we've been recording episodes we've been putting in the can for everybody. So that way, while we're gone, 
uh, we will still be able to play episodes for everybody and give small updates here and there. Yeah. Uh, and we're very excited for that. I like that you say we're gone. We're not going to be gone. We're going to be right here. We're go- we're going to be here. Literally but in this room. We're going to be in this room, <laughs> but for shorter times. We'll basically be recording intros. But we'll be we'll be talking about it a little bit more as we get a little bit closer of what that schedule is going to be. Mm-hmm. I just like to remind people. Because I, I find that people don't listen to every episode. Oh. Uh, Why it, aren't they listening to every episode? Because sometimes they're your topics and they like those better. Oh. And then sometimes they're mine and like, hmm, that sounds depressing. <laughs> I can see how that could happen. Yeah. And I can tell. I can tell just from the amount of comments <laughs> and on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Promania 500. Yeah. Where our hay hunts, our teen leads, and the occasional fed hang out. Yeah. Um, and we have been we got getting- got eyes on those feds. We have been getting- Getting the occasional Fed. The one thing I really do like about the Fed tier mm-hmm. uh, for our, our it's our thirty dollar Patreon tier is people come in, they buy it for like an hour, yeah, and they're like, "I'm just doing this because I haven't subscribed for a while. I have extra money," and I'm like, "That's great," and they're like, "I'm going back to Hey Hun," or I'm immediately canceling. Yeah. Keep the money. It's fine. Whatever you want, you're still listen, gonna get the shout out. Listen, yeah, Feds are gonna Fed. That's what Feds I'm saying. are gonna Fed. Um, you know, and and uh, we've had we've had some interesting times. Mm-hmm. It's been interesting weeks. Yep. It's been an interesting life. Yeah. yeah. Are we going to do the hunts? Yeah. Okay. I'll hit the button. I was just trying to figure out. I figured you were going to bring something into the no, conversation. Absolutely to... not. Okay. Hey, hon. Let's meet our team leaders. So sitting across from me, like I said, is the most beautiful woman in the entire world. <laughs> I like and how this is escalating. I am, this intro. <laughs> I am going. I'm going to read off our six new Patreons. Let's go. This week, uh, we have uh, quite a few of them. Let's hear it first for Patreon payer. Hey, hon. After that, we have my name is Clint, and I love my girlfriend Haley. Hey, guess what, Clint? Aww. Guess what? We love that. We love love. We love love. Hey, Haley. Hey, Haley. Hey, Clint. Hey, Clint. You guys are doing great. Yeah, this is that's great. Um, I like that this implies your name is Clint and you have a girlfriend named Haley. <gasps> yeah. How dare you, sir? After that, mm-hmm. uh, we have expired gummy bear. Ooh, hey, hon. After- I would still eat an expired gummy bear. I don't know that they can expire besides they just get they tougher get hard. to chew. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's... Here's the only way. Oh my I- god! You know what I could go for right now? What? What was that? It's like the dirt thing with like the pudding and the Oreos, and they put the gummy worms in it. It's literally dirt. I love that. I want that. Yeah, because pregnant women want to eat dirt sometimes. Yeah, they got the pika because they have low iron. Yeah. I don't have that. I want to eat pudding with gummy <laughs> worms in it. <laughs> you want to eat pudding dirt? <laughs> yeah. Not because I remember when my one friend, uh, one of my first friends. I, I, in my early 20s uh-huh. who got pregnant yeah. and was like going through the whole thing and like wick and all that different stuff and one day she just turned to me she's like you know sometimes women want to eat dirt because they offered me dirt and I was like <laughs> wait that's what wick does they literally just offer you dirt she's like no it's medical dirt and I was like what are you talking about um, so yeah to me the only way a gummy bear is expired is if mm. you find it underneath a seat in a car. Yeah, don't eat that gummy bear. Because that's that's always a weird place where I feel like that's where gummy bears go to hide. Yeah. Especially in a minivan. Oh god, don't those are gonna be exceptionally gross in yeah. a minivan. Don't eat weird floor gummy bears. Don't eat the gummy bears off the floor. That's the only way they're expired. If it's still in a package, it's good. It's fine forever. Uh, that's medical advice that you can take <laughs> to the bank. Uh, after that we have Sierra. Hey hon. After that, we have Victoria Green. Hey, hon. Classy name. And finally, after that, we have A Dead Man's Tale. Oh, intriguing. <laughs> Intrig- hey, hon. I'd read that book. I like that. A Dead Man's Tale. That's a good one. Uh, all right. Well, that's been... Hey, hon. Let's meet our team leaders. 
So yeah, I guess that's been it for kind of the intro. Yeah, well, this the, is a it, fast. We our intros have been getting longer, so it's interesting that this week they're shorter. Yeah, well, I mean, we're just we're doing stuff. Yeah, it's true. Um, so here's what happened. What had happened was I am working on a lore. I've been I've been deep diving in this stuff, right? Yes, and. I think this is gonna it's it's gonna be an episode eventually, but there's so much digging and it's incredibly time consuming in a weird way because I keep having to like try to find more information that's really hard to find on this specific topic, and that's what I was doing this week. That and um, sitting around just chewing on tums. Uh, but what I did decide is that I wanted to give you some updates on past episodes. Okay. Because basically, I've been like. I, there's things that are happening based on other episodes we've already done and I want to scream them at you yeah to tell you what's going on okay and so that's what I figured I would do today that's- I want to just give you updates about our past uh, episodes mm-hmm. and and see where that lands I love this because number one it feels like a bottle episode okay do you know what that is in a sitcom no so in a sitcom you know because like they'd have like 22 episodes a season mm-hmm they don't always have like 22 episodes worth of stuff. And yeah. sometimes they're like, hey, why don't we just do one episode that's just flashbacks? Yeah. Okay. You know, so it's like, oh my God, we got locked in this bank vault. Or it's like, mm. oh, the cast gets locked in an elevator. And they was called a bottle episode because everyone's stuck. So all they can do is sit there and reminisce. Oh. And then some sitcoms and cartoons will then make like a, a parody of them where mm-hmm. then they do flashbacks of things that never happen. Like there's a really good community episode like that. I think Family Guy's done it a few times, but it's like a common, especially 80s, 90s trope. Mm. It was a way to pad out the episode. And also, because they didn't have Netflix back then, where mm-hmm. you weren't binging, it was like, okay, cool. This is like a reminder, refresher to people. Or, hear me out, Ariana Grande can't come to set, so you have to make these episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking no. about? No. <laughs> uh, there's this uh, former actress, Jeanette McCurdy. Oh, that's the one who's glad her mom's dead. Yeah. Okay, I remember yeah. that. That's the name of her book. That's the name of her book. Yeah, a I'm great glad. book. It's a great, book. amazing book title. I bought it for a lot of friends. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're going to love this book. Yeah. Um, But she was talking about how she was on a show on the Disney Channel or Nickelodeon. I don't know. I was, I'm a little too old to remember that show. I think it was Nickelodeon. It. But Ariana Grande was on the show, and it was right when her music career was taking off. Yeah. So the writers kept having to, like, write her out of the show. But they, like, came up with, like, these weird things where, like, Ariana Grande's stuck in a safe. So then Jeanette McCurdy is doing scene work with a, a safe that allegedly has Ariana Grande inside of it. It's, like... It's insane. Would but, she do? Would, would, did they have like Ariana Grande come back in and do like a voiceover, like no, a muffled talking through a safe? I don't think they did. I never they watched any of these shows, no, so absolutely not. I was a little too old. But yeah. it was just that's the first thing I thought of. Is like you can't find Ariana Grande. She's on tour. Yeah, and you're, there's some actress out there trying to pretend that this bottle episode is like a flashback. I think when it comes to those shows, those shows that were aimed at tweens, mm-hmm. especially. I think it's important that our listeners understand that both of us being 39 yeah. means that I feel like the second season of Power Rangers is about our cutoff okay. of the original Power Rangers. Yeah. All right. You knew about like the White Ranger. They rolled out the Green Ranger and they turned into the White Ranger. And you probably like had like a little bit of knowledge about that. Mm-hmm. But after that, Degrassi, Didn't all of them, insane. none of those were a part of our lives. I was watching my so-called life. Yeah, we we went off and we were trying to become adults then. Yeah. Uh, immediately. I was like, this Jared Leto guy is going to be big. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, you know, he just climbed the Empire State Building. I know. He's gotten really weird into climbing buildings. Yeah. Well, anything to not talk about his cult. So, 
uh, with that, uh, we have a bunch of updates. We're going to go do our first uh, break. And for all the listeners out there, we want to just say thank you so much for your continued support for the podcast and for everybody else and for the wonderful, wonderful uh, reviews we've been getting on iTunes, yep. especially. Uh, the only way we really know how we're doing well uh, and how people like the podcast is from the comments that we've been getting through Patreon and from the comments that we get on iTunes. Yeah. So we really, really do love getting those because it lets us know that, like, that's our version of getting applause. Yeah. If I was on stage, I would know immediately, hey, that joke did well. Instead, I have to look at a lady who's very angry at me that I got her pregnant. <laughs> Constantly mad at me for so many things. Oh, uh, I just I, I just want to eat a meal. I know. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. But recently, I got in trouble uh, with you because I uh, rolled over too hard. I just fell asleep. Okay. So with that, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to get these updates. Yeah. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Pearlmania, 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 Pearlmania. 500 and we're back. Did we leave? We leave for just a second. Some uh, of us had to pee. Wasn't me this time. Okay. So here's what I want to start with. Okay. Okay. Uh, 2021. Let's go back there. 2021? Yeah, let's go back. We got to go back so we can come forward. Okay. We'll okay. go all the way back to 2021. 2021. Um, in October, on October 6th of 2021, a movie began filming in Bonanza Creek Ranch in Bonanza City, New Mexico, which is literally a ghost town. 13 miles south of Santa Fe. Okay. Okay. I've been to Santa Fe. Beautiful place. Um, that movie was called Rust. Oh, no. I know where this is going. <laughs> now, there was someone who was responsible for overseeing all the weapons on set. Yeah. I know where this is going. And uh, her name was Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. Yeah. And uh, she had been doing this for a long time. I believe that her her father also was like a weapons manager for production sets. Yeah, it's called Armorer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, now, she had worked on a different film called The Old Way. And several crew members complained about her handling of firearms, including an incident where she dis- discharged a weapon without warning and caused lead actor Nicolas Cage to walk off set. Oh, wow. You know how? Okay. <laughs> Do you know how bad you have to be? To have Nicolas Cage leave? Yeah. Like, we we just watched... Okay, the SAG after it ended. So yeah. we actually talk about movies we watch now? Yeah. So we just watched Renfield. Oh, it was great. And it was an amazing movie. So I funny. really enjoyed it. Uh, but, like, Nicolas Cage is, in, is a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. And so the fact that he was like, no, 
I don't he even was think in, he was acting in that movie. He was in the Left Behind series. Yeah. Like where where like it's the end of the world and Nicholas Cage plays I think an airline pilot when like all the people vanish, like all the godly people vanish and he's mm-hmm. just left behind yeah. in the uh, apocalypse and he was like, "Yeah, that's fine, whatever. I own a T-Rex skull." <laughs> I I, I was going to be Superman. Like if you scare or upset Nicholas Cage that much, you're not trustworthy. Because yeah, that man is cuckoo bananas. Yeah. At least don't be in the film industry anymore. Yeah. You know? So there's another person involved. Okay. David Halls. Now, he's the assistant director on this Rust movie. Okay. And former colleagues had reported that he had faced complaints in 2019 about his behavior uh, during two episodes of Into the Dark, in which he disregarded safety protocols by ignoring blocked exits in a fire lane. In the same year, Halls had been fired from working on the film Freedom's Path after a firearm discharge unexpectedly on set, wounding a crew member. Okay. Okay. Uh, Now, on the set of an independent film called One Way, a crew member warned producers about Halls' disregard for safety measures and said, quote, that man is a liability. He's going to fucking kill someone someday, and you're all going to be responsible. Whoa. Okay. That's very... Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Now, remember, I said that this movie started filming, this Rust movie, on October 6th. Yes. Now, what happened was, it from that starting point, there had been numerous complaints by the cat, the crew. Not the cast so much, the crew, because they were being forced to drive back to Santa Fe every night. Yeah. Because they couldn't, they wouldn't provide them hotels, even though their union had said that they're required to provide housing and uh, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so the crew is already upset. Yeah. The crew is like, we keep having to drive like 20 miles every night. They're pushing them to work like 16 hour days. So the crew is like a mess. They're pissed off. They're they're demanding that the union get involved. And 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 real quick to listen now, because some mm. people be like, "Oh, twenty mile drive isn't that bad." Where they're talking about is the middle of the desert. Yeah. Um, I've been out there. It's the middle of the desert. There isn't much. Yeah. Like, by way of like, okay, you have the porta potty out there, you have other stuff, but you're just standing in the middle of a fucking desert at a literal ghost town. Mm-hmm. So there isn't any running water. There isn't any of these different types of things that are around. So, like, you're basically, like, you're just getting covered in dust throughout the entire day. You then get in your car, and then you drive an hour while covered in dust and soot and all this other different type of stuff. And I know some people are like, well, I work construction. I do this, and that's why. I that's These are PAs. Yeah. These are production people in movies who aren't used to having to do this. And it's clear that this movie and the producers are are trying to cut costs. Yep. But the secondary part that you're talking about is that also means that everyone on set is not only cranky, but they're also tired. Yeah. And when people are tired, mistakes happen. Exactly. And when mistakes happen, people get hurt. Yeah, exactly. So on October 16th, 10 days after this film starts filming, okay, um, there are two accidental gun discharges on set. Okay. Two. Two. Just accidental gun One discharges. One is too many. One is too many. Yep. Two, go, two gun discharges happen 10 days after the filming begins. On October 21st, six members of the camera crew walk off set due to working conditions. So the camera crew walks off. 
They're like, fuck this noise. And we're not even two weeks in. Yeah. Okay. Not all, not all of them go. Yeah. But, but, uh, but six, six people them. do. Six, yeah. Six of them go. And this isn't, it's so funny because it, I, it kept being listed as like, a, like it's like, it's like not a high budget film. It was a low budget film. And it was like three to six million dollars to make. And I'm like, give me three to six million dollars so I can be on a low budget. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, <coughs> pardon me. October 21st, six members of the crew, camera crew walk off set due to working conditions. On October 21st, that same exact day, they were filming a scene in this like 19th century wooden church where the lead actor uh, was rehearsing a scene that involved cross-drawing the revolver. Okay. So like a gun in each hand, crisscross applesauce the hands, pow, 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 right? Yeah. Um, as the crew was setting up the shot, the one of the guns discharged. Um, and a bullet struck uh, a woman named Helena Hutchins in the chest and another person named Joel Souza, who was the film's director. He was struck in the shoulder. Um, now, Mrs. Hutch- uh, Hutchins passed away on while being air to the hospital, which was probably over 20 miles away. Yeah. And the film's director, you know, he got hit in the shoulder. He survived um, that actor. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. We all know what I'm yeah. talking about. Alec Baldwin. Uh, accidentally uh, fired a a gun and hit um, Helena Hutchins and she passed away. A gun that should not have had live bullets. Why did it have live bullets in it? Yeah. What? Yeah. Like what also? Okay. (laughs) I just can't even begin. Like not even blanks. There shouldn't have been live bullets on set. No. They shouldn't have made the 20 mile drive. They shouldn't have been packed. Yeah. They shouldn't have been purchased. Having been in New Mexico, though, it's like there. Trust me, there would have just been bullets around. <laughs> like I'm just saying, like with like one of the gummy few, bear and a minivan. There's yeah, just there's just bullets. Bu- trust me, it's the craziest. Thing. When I was out in New Mexico with my friends, it was like one of the few places where I've actually shot a lot of guns. Yeah, because I was like, "What do we do here?" And they're like, "We shoot things." And I was like, "What else do we do?" They're like, "Listen, <laughs> what I was gonna say, heroin." I was like, "We either shoot this toilet." Or we shoot up our arm. And oh, I was like, wow, it's a lot of shooting on both sides there. Bummer. But the um the the way this was it's so wild because when all this stuff happened, a big part of it was Alec Baldwin being like, I'm being attacked because of my amazing Trump impersonation. Yeah. And I was like, Your Trump impersonation sucked, dude. Not even that good, dude. It wasn't that good. No, you were just the one guy they had. You were just the famous friend. Mm-hmm. That's how this whole show goes. Um, but yeah. So Alec Baldwin is charged with involuntary manslaughter um, in January of 2022 for yep. the death of Helena Hutchins. And he's a producer on the film as well. Mm-hmm. So oh, he's, it's the buck stops here. Yeah. He's also the person that's making the crew miserable. Yeah. He's okay. also the one that's part of the whole problem with this set. Yeah. Um, Do I hit this button? Should I hit this button? No, don't hit that button. Okay. I don't know where we're going today. No, no, I meant the, I mean? I like, the I, allegedly button. I don't know how much of this. We oh, yeah, hit, it, hit the allegedly button. Allegedly. I don't sure. know if we should. I oh, I, I got it. I got it. Alec Baldwin sucks. Oh, I forgot to hit the button. Okay. Um, also, the the armor lady, Hannah, she was also charged. Mm-hmm. So, Which uh, is her job, by the way. Her job is to be charged when stuff like that happens. Yeah. It's a lot like um, in certain industries, you have people who are in charge of safety. Or in charge of like dealing with regulations, and half their job, like they'll get paid a lot of money to be the fall guy. To be the fall guy, yeah. and it's like when you're an armorer, even if you're a nepo baby armorer, 
your job is to be the fall guy. Hey, a gun went off and it killed someone. Well, you're in charge of all the guns. Yeah. So you get charged even if you weren't there because you're supposed to be there. You should have been there, dude. Yeah. Okay. So um, the grand jury marked... Okay, so basically prosecutors filed against Baldwin. Um, however, evidence came to light that the firearm maybe had gone off on its own and that he didn't actually pull the trigger that it was had been modified in a way where it auto fired right yeah so they it actually dropped the charges against him okay 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 they didn't drop him against the armor they dropped him against alec however three weeks ago the prosecutors announced that they're putting together another case and will likely be filing to recharge alec baldwin quote after extensive investigation over the past several months, additional facts have come to light that we believe that Mr. Baldwin has criminal culpability in the death of Helena Hutchins and the shooting of Joel Souza. Okay? Okay. So that's the update on yeah. the Rush shooting and Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Um, so, like, with that knowledge... Okay. And knowing about one of our very early episodes about... Ilaria Baldwin. I think it was the first episode. Ilaria Baldwin. Yeah. The favorite Ilaria Baldwin. Um, what do you think Ilaria and Alec are up to right now? Uh, well, they have what? Like 19 kids. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, counting. By the way, I was mentioning this to you the other day because the first episode you talked a lot about how she's been accused of wearing a fake belly. Yeah. And like <laughs> after now living with somebody who is heavily pregnant. Uh-huh. Yeah. Insanely pregnant. Okay. I get it constantly pregnant everybody knows listen they don't get to see you like i get to see you okay <laughs> last night i walked in and you had the belly out you had gray set pants down pulled and you were just oiling the belly <laughs> and alaria baldwin's out here in like fucking tight dresses with yeah. a fake fucking tummy on i was like no no i've seen that same fake tummy used in nick cannon tiktoks <laughs> where he's joking about how many kids he has um i'm gonna guess that they are probably I don't know, doing a collaboration with some makeup company or baby company. Okay. I, they, I think Ilaria probably is on her Instagram doing some type of collab. Yeah. Um, doing headstands while wearing a pregnant belly. I can't, how could you possibly? That was the other thing. You can't even lay flat. <laughs> and she was doing I headstands. I put on my shoes by myself. I know, but she's like doing headstands. I was literally Googling those new those Skechers shoes that you just slip on. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I can't. The ones that old people wear? Yeah. Yeah, no, but I've been saying like. And Hilaria's walking around with her fake tummy. I've been watching with your acid reflux, like during this. I've been watching you like there's certain positions you can't sit right now. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, I'm just doing yoga poses. I'm like, you're a liar. You're a liar. You're a bad liar. And like, I know that's not, I listen, everybody's pregnancy is different. Some people get it. Some people don't. They, They have the heavy like acid reflux, all that stuff. I'm like. Ah, God, there's you're no a liar. way I believe that Ilario Baldwin is out here doing what she puts on the internet. Yeah. So here's what they're actually doing. This is the real update I wanted to give you about Ilaria Baldwin. Okay. Is that in the midst of all of that, Alec and Hilaria are currently shopping and pitching a reality show. Um, a very like John and Kate plus eight situation. They're shopping around this idea of um, a show about that their lives and their seven children. He's looking at me blankly and angrily. I'm because so they're trying to Chrisley their way through this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like not to tie in an update I didn't do because yeah. he's still they're just both still in jail. Yeah. Uh, the Chrisleys are just in jail. <laughs> but that's what I'm realizing. Like they're just trying to Chrisley their way through this. They're yeah. like, listen, until we're found guilty, we're viable. 
Yeah, exactly. That's but the, but Baldwin can't make a movie. Yeah. Hilaria's losing collabs left and right every time somebody realizes her name's really Hillary and she's from Boston. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> the, so I got Ibiza. some quotes. I'm from Ibiza. That, well, these quotes are actually from an outside source. They're excited, but will only do it if it's an authentic portrayal of who they are as a family. Fake Tommy. The kids all have such fun personalities, and Hilaria and Alec know how much interest there is in their lives, a dad, source says. Dad shot a person while underpaying them. <laughs> The source added that Alec, 65, and Hilaria, 39, both, quote, like the idea of giving people a behind-the-scenes look at raising a big family. Does he, is it, they're going to play his drunken voicemails he left to his daughter? The possibility of a Baldwin family reality series first emerged on Sirius XM's Let's Talk Off Camera podcast hosted by Kelly Ripa, where Alec told her they were considering uh, doing pitches about the, the pair's large family. This is a quote from Alec. Everything about my family, I've really tried for the last several years. Uh, everything. Oh, this is a shitty quote. He's so bad at talk speaking. Everything's about my family. I have really tried for the last several years. Once we had five and then six and then seven kids, I can't go anywhere for any length of time, he explained. In the old days, I'd jump on a plane and go to L.A. It was a quick pick up and go. I need 12 plane tickets, nannies, kids, my wife. I need like 12 tickets. They don't even have 12 seats in the business class on the plane. I hate him so much. Um, yeah, that's completely relatable there, Alec. Uh, <laughs> I can't just go to LA. Oh, wow. Because I need to buy tickets for my nannies. Yeah. And they won't sit in coach. <laughs> nannies can't sit in coach. What would the kids do? Yeah, well, because the kids have to be in business. I know, the kids have to be in business. And I can't take care of the kids. We need the nannies up here with us. They're business kids. They're business. They're kids of business. They're kids of business. They're boss babies. <laughs> they're boss. Wait, didn't he play boss baby? Who played boss baby? <laughs> Did Alec Baldwin play bo- boss baby? Hold oh, on. He's Googling this. Baldwin. Boss Baby. I've never actually watched Boss Baby. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. That's why he believes the children need to be in business class because, because he, Alec Baldwin was the Boss Baby. He was the voice of the Boss Baby. Oh, my God. There it is. Full oh. circle moment. Oh, my God. There's even a behind-the-scenes shot. Of, you know what the thing is? Boss Al- Baby is also like uh, conservative grift material, right? What Boss Baby is? Yeah, I remember seeing – it was probably a TikTok where somebody did a deep dive into Boss Baby – and it's all like hyper conservative, um, kind of like brainwashy stuff. Well, it's like it's just like hyper capitalist, right? Yeah, but also like because he's a baby who's a boss. Yeah, I don't know. I would have to go back and watch TikTok. I I never seen Boss Baby. Me neither. Uh, Why would I watch that? Yeah, it's set in the eighties. I just pulled up the plot. Okay. Oh my god, there's so many Boss Babies. Why are there so many Boss Babies? There's a Netflix television series. Oh, this is very. Uh, there's a sequel film. And it, that's on Peacock. There's another Netflix that came out in 2022. Boss Baby, Back in the Crib. Boss Baby, The Family Business. Oh, my Boss God. Boss Baby, Back in Business. No. It says Boss Baby is a born leader. It's I, from DreamWorks. I really don't like this. Anyway, so basically the main update here is that Alex can't get a job. Hilaria's never going to get a job. Alec. That's what I said. You said Alex. And um, No, I can get a job whenever I want to because I didn't shoot anybody in New Mexico. I shot cans in a toilet. 
Um, so what they've decided is that they're going to try to exploit their children for cash money. <laughs> bow, 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 family I, vlog style. I love that. Here's the thing. Here's what's crazy, right? If he was actually smart, mm-hmm. instead of trying to go f- straight to E, yeah. right? Because he's trying to go to E Network or Bravo or one of the VH1. Yeah. The classic, hey, let's just do a reality show. Yeah. They would just make a YouTube channel. They should just make a YouTube channel. Just make a YouTube channel, and then you can do your sponsorships with Smith & Wesson and whatever else you're going to do. Whoa, whoa, Also, here's the thing. Who wants to see all these old men cowboy movies? I don't know. I feel like there's a certain thing when like actors go gray, male actors. Mm-hmm. They go gray, and then all of them have to shoot a rugged Western of the old man who can still has it. And it's like, who are these movies for? You know who they're for. I know who they're for, but I feel like they these are always sold both at, in the Walmart bin, mm-hmm. the Walmart DVD bin, not yep. on the rack. Never on the it's rack. It's in the big bin. With Boss Baby DVDs. Boss Baby DVDs, Rust, there'll be something else. Also, he named it Rust, which is the name of a of a very popular video game with Nazis. Oh. Um, yeah, it's a, we'll do, maybe someday I'll tell you all about the video game Rust. Okay. It's a massive online multiplayer game <sighs> where you just try to survive, uh, but it, it gets insanely racist. Okay. The, I don't know um, that. the other part of it is imagine dying for this movie. I can't. I can't. I feel so bad for that woman. I feel so bad for her, for her family, for everybody involved. Also, it, it, you made it. That that assistant director who fucking also probably culpable in some of this, mm-hmm. you know. Allegedly, I I'm not worried about Alex Walt lawyers. I just yeah. random guys. Um, but the uh, it's just such a nutty thing. Um, yeah. So John and Kate plus eight energy, which as we everyone knows plus, that ended really well for them. John and Kate plus that family really uh had a great time during and after that. It's actually. Uh, uh, Alec and Hilaria plus seven divided by murder. Whoa. <laughs> okay, so here's another update I want to give you. Okay, so that Do was update you, number one. Yeah, that was update number one. Do you remember the story I told you about Maddie Russo? Maddie Russo. Give me a little bit of a... Maddie Russo is a, a young woman from Iowa who pretended to have pancreatic cancer, yes, leukemia, yes. and a football-sized tumor wrapped oh around God. her spine. That was nearly a year ago. Yeah. We're almost a year out. Okay, I did not remember, but now I do. I yeah. remember that being a very and, early on when I remember being like, I don't know, that was kind of weird. Yeah. Okay. It was weird. Yeah. Um. So she obviously was charged with crimes when it was found out that she had faked having cancer, leukemia, and a football-sized tumor on her spine. Yeah. And she was, like, making all the social media about it, GoFundMes, TikToks, Facebook, LinkedIn. Yeah. A whole business model, really. And I think we were... This was all the way back for people who haven't listened to super early episodes. This is before we had the good mics and the soundboard yeah. that the Patreons helped us purchase. Yeah. So it might be a difficult listen <laughs> just from the audio quality alone. But it's worth it because it's, it's a worth crazy it. It's a story. crazy story of how much this girl faked every kind it goes hand in hand kind of with the gypsy rose one yeah except you're not doing, doing it to it someone else she's doing it to herself yeah and she was like cutting off her hair and saying her hair was falling wasn't out. she pretending at one point too she would like she was like duct taping an iv to her arm yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like to like claim and people were like that's just you just rented that yeah it was like that um when you see those silly videos online where people take their ipods that have the cords and put them up their nose yeah to pretend that it's like the, yeah, the breathing tube yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it's very that yeah so Recently, 
as part of a 10-year suspended sentence handed down, Ooh. she was ordered to pay $39,000 in restitution, along with a thir- uh, $1,370 fine, which I was like, okay. Um, if she stays out of trouble during her three years of probation, which she received, she will stay out of prison. Uh, there's no button I can hit. I know. Don't worry about that buttons. one. I was going to, I was like super excited to hit the thing, but then you said no prison. I know. So the judge, his name was John Tallinn declined. However, the defense requested that she could have this conviction wiped from her record. If she completed probation successfully. Yeah. No. And so that's what the judge, the judge said, the judge said, and I got quotes from the judge. Ooh. Um, he said that people who deal with her in the future should know that she once engaged in quote, criminal scheming and quote, serious crimes that must have serious consequences. Through this scheme, you deceived your friends, your family, your community, and other cancer victims, charities, and strangers who are motivated by your supposedly tragic story to donate to help support you, the judge said. Um, so basically the lawyers were trying to say that if she pays the fines, if she pays back the restitution and completes her three years of probation, it should be wiped from her record. Yeah, but no, but she's actually, the judge is like, nah, dude. No, because she's also ruined this for other people who are doing GoFundMes and other people who are asking for help because again, she's adding to the cynical nature of the internet, which is this person scamming you when they could be people who are asking for legitimate help. Yeah. Also, I was thinking like what? What happens if when she's older, she does get cancer? Yeah. that What? That's crazy. Yeah, but also, I mean, it's also one of those things, too, is if she gets this wiped, then what? She's going to go work, become a nurse? Like, what, do you, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, why? You did it. I, I You did know. it, and you were proud of it when you do, were doing it. So, fuck you. <laughs> Carry this. <laughs> this isn't some Scarlet Letter bullshit. Like, you did it. Yeah, and there's video evidence all over the internet. Yeah. Um, Russo, Maddie Russo told the court that I, she made up the story because she hoped her fake cancer, pardon me, hoped her fake cancer battle would force her troubled family to focus on her quote. A lot of people have made speculation as to why I did this and how somebody who looked like they had everything together could be such a mess. She said, I didn't do this for money or greed. I didn't do this for attention. I did this as an attempt to get my family back together. That's psycho shit. That's psycho lying shit um, mm-hmm. right there. Like, that's that's fucking crazy. You want to get your family back together? Like, maybe uh, have a big dinner? <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's just like such... I pretended to have cancer and ripped off people so my family would talk to each other is such a bullshit lie. No, she, got, she wanted a lot of money. She got money and she got attention. Yeah. It, what's weird is how her family never got back together. What? Like, oh, wow. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh man. oh, man, that moment where your parents look at you and go, and like, you're the reason that we got divorced. Whoa. And they meant it. Jesus. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Uh, she was sentenced to 100 hours of community service. Not enough. Uh, she has paid back the 39000 restitution. How'd she get that? <clears throat> what? I mean, I'm sure that she was just hoarding away that money she stole. Oh, that's true. I guess she could. I feel like that would have already seized that. I don't know. I don't know. She probably hid some. Maybe. Um, so she did pay the restitution. However, the money is currently being held by the court. Okay. So I guess people are going to have to file to get that money back from the court. Yeah. Uh, GoFundMe sent refunds to all the donors that did it through GoFundMe. Okay. Um, 
And as it, for those who maybe didn't listen to the episode, the, the reason her scams got caught is because it was getting so popular on TikTok and stuff that she was making these videos about her health. And the main thing that unraveled the story is that actual medical professionals were like looking at her TikToks like, that's that's not what that is. Yeah. That, that tube doesn't go in your nose. That tube goes in your in your throat what are you doing why is it taped to your nose yeah yeah she had so, the wrong stuff taped to the wrong and she yeah. had like the wrong medic because she, again she was like buying medical equipment online yeah and building a fake hospital room yeah and so like they were looking around like nothing in the room made sense yeah um yeah it's up there with like there's a if you see videos of airplanes mm-hmm. like a tiktok that happens like any viral video it happens on an airplane and there's a strip of blue lights yeah just underneath where the overhead luggage goes mm-hmm that's a that's a movie set yeah that's a that's a rentable set that you can get and it's this like uh rope light string mm-hmm. that is visible that like no airplane actually has and it looks really really cheap but it's there to give this certain perception and there's a few things like that where you go through on some of these viral videos it's like you once you start to notice the sets you're like oh yeah. oh you know what she should have done it to really sell it is to get um they make these blue lights that actually uh kill germs oh. that they use in hospitals yeah and she could have put a couple of those up yeah and then she would have been blind like an <laughs> nft holder yeah they use those lights i love that uh by the way so one of my friends uh messaged me and yeah. he said that he loves uh when i explain weird internet stuff to you yeah because he's like it's like watching he said it. He's like it's like watching somebody, um, not pervert. What's the word? Corrupt a normie. <laughs> that he's like it's something. information that we have that is trapped in our brains that should not be released anywhere except maybe a Tumblr comment section. Yeah, but it's being erupted at you. Yeah, somebody who really likes to make pumpkin bread. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, like you, someone who's currently spending their days perfecting pumpkin pie recipes. Yeah. That's how you're spending you're in pumpkin <laughs> mode right now. And I come walking in and I'm like, Do you know that they're blinding people with NFT apes? <laughs> I'm just like, like Do you think up. that this pie is good? I didn't put uh nutmeg in it this time. Yeah, and I'm I'm like too much cinnamon because I can now taste cinnamon. I know, and I'm like, there's definitely not too much cinnamon, it's perfect amount of cinnamon. I know, that's the part that we've been for another personal update for yeah. me, listeners, uh, now that I've quit smoking long enough, a lot of my sense of smell and sense of taste has come back. Mm-hmm. And because of that, um, things I used to like while being a heavy smoker, I don't like as much anymore. Yeah. Like, I still like them, mm-hmm. but it's not something where I'm like, oh, I needed to have like all this, like like Dunkin' Donuts coffee mm-hmm. is, is actually too sweet for me now. Yeah. But when I smoked, the, the sugar levels were like suppressed. Yeah. Um, the pumpkin... The, the pumpkin, pumpkin pie, pie you made, it had a lot of nutmeg and cinnamon. And you're like, that's the exact recipe I've always made it. I'm like, it's very strong. <laughs> so everything is a little, everything's a little too strong for yeah. me now because everything was so muted. Yeah, exactly. For so long. I just pictured you as the Ben Affleck meme, like the smoking Dunkin' Donuts upset Ben Affleck. When he's standing outside? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a bunch of them now because mm-hmm. he's in a terrible relationship with J-Lo. Again. Again. He just, they can't get away from each other. Him and that back tattoo. Yeah. Um, do you know, Google that. Google uh, that right what? now. Okay. Look it up. All Put right, it into the system. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck back tattoo. You're in for a goddamn treat. You're in for a treat, sir. This is it not- Because of a, it's removal. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck what the fuck why does he have the same 
<laughs> what the that absolute shit? That is fucking real, dude. What is uh, happening? For listeners, it is the most insane phoenix. Is that a phoenix? Yeah, it's a phoenix it's rising like a- from the ashes. The ashes are in his butt crack because it is his entire back. Shoulder to shoulder, neck to butt crack is this huge phoenix. And it's incredible. I can't get over this. I'm sorry. This is shocking. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? Hold on. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> King, I think it's Thailand. King of Thailand is what uh, he's putting in the Google King search King of Thailand. Uh, tube shirt? Is that it? Yes. Here we go. Okay. So this is mm-hmm. the King of Thailand. Okay. Um, Here's him after his dad died and he became the king. What is he wearing low rise jeans and a, and a crop top? Yes. So he doesn't want this image on Facebook. <laughs> so because here he is now. Oh, he's a man of business now. But like he was the crown prince. Okay. And he just loved to travel around and a just party, get party, huh? Yeah, party, party. Yeah. With his crazy tattoos. So when I see his yeah, he tattoos, does have like a big. I cannot with this outfit. Yeah. It's great. We it's, might have to put that picture on our y'all, Patreon. Y'all, if you want to know what I'm doing, just type in King of Thailand <laughs> tube shirt. Okay? It's Trust me incredible. on this. If you do it's, this. He, his, he looks like I did in high school when I'm wearing yeah. low-rise jeans and a tank top. Yeah. He is uh, Crown Prince Maha. Oh, I cannot. Don't don't start. Vajralan Corden. Um, He's a 64 year old man though, but he he would walk around wearing like low rise jeans and like legit. That looks like a woman's sports. Bra. That's a woman's tank top. Yeah, he it's, didn't care. He was just like this when weird. When you're when you're rich enough, he listen, was a weird party freak. I love that for him. But yeah, Live anyway, life, dude. On Facebook is, is like, he a terrible leader now? If you, oh, I don't know. If you, I don't know if he's still alive. If you go and like. I think if you post this like online and then go to Thailand, like mm. you will be arrested. Oh shit! Because this is like banned. Oh, maybe this, we won't put this on the image Patreon. is like considered so embarrassing you know to the I government. Wanna, I want to go eat Thai food. Look at his dog. His dog's got a little tiny oh, cat jacket. His dog is very cute. Wait, he crowned the canine as a senior ranking official in Thailand Air Force. <laughs> dog can fly planes. The dog's in charge of flying planes. They're not saluting the king. They're saluting the dog. Oh my god. This is fucking crazy. Okay, I think you should stop because this could be a whole episode. I don't, you, I, I don't you know. You might need to explain this man to me. I might and need to. And his crazy dog. Yeah, this is wild. He has a tiny little poodle. But now I'm back to Ben Affleck's back tattoo. I Look know. at that fucking he thing. He makes really bad decisions. But do That's you see how thing. that, like, you see how I got from that yeah, to the king of Thailand? I sure do. Fuck. That's so wild. So, this yeah. is the type of thing. This this is why I understand when people are like there should be a video component. <laughs> this would be the moment when I'm like, I agree with you. Yeah. In theory, we yeah we're discussing it. We're work, we're working some details maybe out. I don't know. We're to... talking about stuff. Everything's in the works, y'all. Yeah, this so is the updates episode. This is the updates episode. So let me give you some updates about. Do you recall? This is update number three. This is update number three. Okay. Do you recall? Um, so far, Instagram. Oh, go ahead. So far, we're we're at uh, new charges. Mm-hmm. Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're at number three. Yeah. Okay. Do I recall an Instagram? Uh, Instagram uh, duet called Girl Defined. Yeah, the Tradcath girls. The Tradcath girls. Yeah, yeah, Girl Defined. Uh, Bethany and Kristen. I do remember them. I mm-hmm. think that was one of the early episodes when we finally had this setup. Yeah. So I could finally. 
play clips on here. And then I was like, oh my God, we figured out how to play clips. And then we've since moved to barely ever talk about anything <laughs> that's currently happening. Well, guess what? I, okay. I looked them up. I wanted to see what they're up to. Okay. I haven't been following. You know what happened is after I did that episode, it's almost like they became very boring to me. And I was like, bah, this isn't as fun to like. Cause yeah, it's like, keep following up on them. Yeah, it's just like, ah. So I did. I Today I went and I looked up to see like what they're up to sometimes, on social media. Sometimes you just have to let grifters cook for a bit too. Yeah. And then when you come back, you're like, okay, that's wild. Yeah. Once you've given it six months to a year. Yeah. If you do it every, if we gave you an update every day, we're like, well, today they posted a picture of their dog. Yeah. Oh, who no, cares? The the grift is they're still grifting. Yeah. The the thing that I found interesting about they're they're still doing the same bullshit, right? But Bethany um is super into what we would describe as sex positive content right now. What? Yeah. Was Bethany the one who couldn't have kids? No, Bethany's the other one that wore the headbands. Okay. Um and is married to the guy named Dave that they say Dov instead. Oh, the Nazi. Um, no, there was no, a Nazi yeah, yeah, yeah. in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Re- like actually related to the Nazis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, we had to actually create a button. <laughs> we had to make a of, button because of that. Be- yeah. This is where the button came from. <laughs> the like, button lore. The button need- lore begins here. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, her Instagram has. So she's been making the. I, th- I believe we talked about she made a class on how to make classes. Remember that? Yes, I remember that. Because that was like, that's her big like finance thing. It's like yeah. she builds out classes on how to make classes so you can sell other classes, to, online classes to people. Yeah. It's a it's a pyramid scheme of classes. Oh yeah, by the way, which which I actually got hit by recently. What do you mean? There's a guy who I've been following on TikTok for a while. I don't remember his name, uh, but he makes, uh, he makes videos, mm-hmm. obviously on TikTok. But they're all like very heavily social media TikToks. And like some of his stuff actually early on kind of helped of like how to hashtag things and like how to you know frame things in a certain way and stuff like that when I was early on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I would watch this guy's stuff every now and then. And the algorithm used to feed me things like here's the, what the changes in the algorithm. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, cool. And it would keep me kind of up. But I haven't gotten any of those videos in like six months. But then he appeared in my feed, even though I was following him. I hadn't seen this guy in months. And he appears... And he's just talking about like, oh, you know, this is how I get um, I get native advertisement out there, so I don't have to pay for sponsored content. I'm really good at getting my native advertising, and I don't, you know, I don't do this these type of videos. I'm doing these for free because I sp- I support myself by selling my class on how to to be able to promote your classes on how to sell your knowledge. And I was like. Bitch, your girl defined. Yeah. And I was like, dude, what? Yeah. It's so also, wild. Also, you just said that. And my first, this is how like indoctrinated we are with like um, media is you were like, when you said he was doing his native thing and I was like, oh, so he's a collaboration with native deodorant. Oh, Got it. Yeah. Because I was like, I was like, oh, so he's, he's collabing with native no, deodorant. No, no, no. I'm talking about native advertising. Everybody is. You get the native deodorant, the shampoo, yeah. it all smells nice. You're yeah, nice. no, no. Native advertising though, the idea of like, you just do a TikTok. Yeah, no. And you don't have to pay to have I it sponsored. I immediately went to I know, native I'm, deodorant. I'm explain, because, because your brain did that, I want to explain to the listener what that means. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, native deodorant, reach out to me. Love it. Yeah. I like that cinnamon one. We get so many of these crazy ones. We get so many of them. Native, we haven't gotten directly from. I don't no, think. I don't think so. But we get, I just got one while I was in the bathroom during the break where they're yeah. like, we're brand influencing deep group from Monaco. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, I don't think Liars. so. Liars. Click this link. Okay. Yeah. Put in my social security number this is going great this, fellas this is definitely work so anyway yeah. 
Bethany, alongside with her class about how to build out classes, it, a lot of her social media feed is about her and her husband's sex life and about like how they spice it up and they keep it spicy and they literally use like the jalapeno as their emoji. It looks like it's like spicy. Yeah. Um, but it's very funny because as I was reading through it, um, there is like this weird backlash she's getting from her followers because again, this like this trad cath conservative female audience that she has cultivated is like we're not supposed to talk about this and bethany is accidentally leaning into feminism and is like no no no, like this sex is healthy we're supposed to talk about this we're supposed to like sex with our partners and then people are commenting like well i don't have to like it i just have to do it that's what the bible says and then like so she's like rallying behind sex education and she's very bad at it she does not know what she's saying we should not listen to her for sex education but it's crazy to witness honestly yeah because you it sounds like one of those situations too where you have a lot of very closeted people who do not like having sex with their husbands yeah who need to have a literal scroll from five thousand years ago yelled at them yeah to be able to just have sex with these awful men yeah Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then this lady showing up like no you should love it and be like that's not what the the scroll says. The scroll said I need to grin and bear it. The scroll says I lay there like a white starfish. Uh, <laughs> the best is also when I was reading it. Bite my shoulder or it's not real. <laughs> what? I made you laugh so hard the baby hurt? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because the scroll told you. <laughs> Shut up. The other so, part. Hold on real quick oh, though. Because the other thing too with these trad cat ladies, which was, I found very funny, is because again, they're like, no, you can't. One of the big things that they hate, like pearly, just pearly things, oh, and those other bitches, ones, yeah. these awful people who try to do this like anti-feminism thing, mm-hmm. they their anti-feminism is mm-hmm. always aimed at single un- unmarried women, yeah, yeah, because yeah. those are quote the whores, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. They're like, oh, these are all the whores, and because they want to get money from the men, yep, uh, and the married women, because mm-hmm. look at all these single women having fun. But then, like, once they get to that certain level of power, they're like, okay, cool. Well, now I'm married. I get to, I, now I get to have fun. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, no. There's no fun to be had. This is, time. you have no idea. We, we are crabs in a, in a sexless bucket. <laughs> get down here where it's dry. <laughs> poor, poor dry crabs. Poor dry crabs. Um, smells the same. That, whoa, 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 whoa. I haven't told jokes like this in a while. You shouldn't tell jokes like that. It's inappropriate. Um, so the steamy sex stuff, which by the way, is so vanilla bean. It's vanilla ice cream without the vanilla beans in it. Mm. It's vanilla bean. Okay. You know what I mean? And she's getting such pushback. I wish, I wish you had like one example. Oh no, I didn't bring any. I know. Um, so the other thing is that, okay, so there's like two separate things happening on Bethany's page right now. Sexy sex stuff. Right. And then, which by the way, not sexy. I would. I really want to know what she. Th- what a woman who thinks that. Pi- what a lady who thinks that pioneer woman is like interesting. Yeah. Thinks is is like horny plus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what does she say? Like, oh, sometimes I. You know what? Sometimes I put on music. Yeah. And I let them thrust to the beat. Whoa. Okay. Okay, <laughs> but in this Venn diagram of what's happening on her social media, yeah, is also that she has admitted that she doesn't like being 
a trad wife in the specific way of like she like talks about how she does all the housekeeping she raises the kids she does all the cleaning and cooking and all that stuff but she keeps openly hating it she like talks openly about how she doesn't like cleaning she doesn't like cooking she doesn't find joy in it yeah in any type of housekeeping she's like i think i love my kid i don't know but so then the the uh, the same followers are like you're supposed to like it and she's like no like the bible doesn't say i have to like it it just says i have to do it so like the same people the same people are mad about the sex that's what you can't hear about the sex she's just like screaming into the void at this point on her social media being like we need to have more sex and like it and i'll clean the fucking house but i'm not gonna like it and it's amazing to witness what's funny is you know because it just dawned on me is like when um the trad cast and the world they want to get back to, right? Yeah. This, this this imaginary world yeah. where women did all the stuff around the house yeah. and uh, and men were getting regular sex mm-hmm. and like all these different things. That and one salary could, uh, could handle a house. House and all this different stuff. But a lot of them is like that view of that 50s hand drawing is based on a view of what opulence looked like in the 1800s when like having... A servant was normal. Yeah. Having a wet nurse was normal. Having people being the lady of the house and just pointing at stuff. Yeah. And maybe having people that you don't view as people around to mm-hmm. do that type of shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like having that those things, that's what it was based on. And by the time we got to the 50s, we're like, well, instead of having slaves, we've built uh, vacuum cleaners and yep. uh, you push it. And it's like, that's kind of where this is going and it's all based around it's like her whole brain she has walked herself into a life she hates due to white supremacy and it's fucking incredible i know and i honestly real quick (laughs) i'm fucking so happy (laughs) her kids are gonna fucking hate her um oh wait (laughs) so anyway remember she has a sister Kristen. Yeah. And they hate each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they run the but account grift, Girl yeah. Defined, which yeah. is their grift. And Kristen's the one who can't have kids. Yeah, she adopted two kids from Ukraine. Yep. And then refused to learn to speak Ukrainian. Yep, yep. It destroyed uh, their culture. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not bad. Um, so this is the thing. Kristen is currently running the Girl Defined account, allegedly. Okay. I can't prove this. But it's 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 kind of obvious that Kristen is the one running the Girl Defined account because all this sex stuff and the I hate housework stuff that's on Bethany's Instagram. That's Our not on the Girl Instagram. Defined Instagram. Okay, the Girl Defined Instagram, which is currently run by Kristen, as far as I can tell, is obsessed with and currently rallying against porn addiction. <laughs> and amazing recently released like a PDF book that you can buy from their online website on how to get out of porn addiction and how porn addiction hurts the family. Um, and it is like the, the things that they cite are some of them fair enough. Like the things that are put into pornography are bad. Some of them, you know what I mean? But they're also just fear mongering sex. So I just pulled it. I pulled up their account. Uh, the size of your butt does not determine your value of your worth. Well, it's such a weird thing. Mm-hmm. My body, my choice, his creation, his child. Whoa. Yeah. Battling sexual temptation. There it is. Should you dump your boyfriend because he drinks beer? Yep. 
what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, the thing is, whenever I see stuff like this, where this lady who's like battling porn addiction, she definitely caught her husband jerking off then. See, here's the thing. This is what I think. Because I did, I did deep dive into this. Like, I got a little, I was like, what is going on with these? Yeah. I think. And this is an allegedly button for sure, y'all. Allegedly, this is my opinion only. Allegedly. But I think Kristen is the one who's watching all the porn. So, yeah, you said, right as you said that, uh, there's a video here that just says it's her sitting alone in her car. Uh And it says masturbation was something I struggled with for years. Exactly. So I think she's building out all this anti-porn stuff to work through it herself, like the new Speaker of the House guy with his son. Yeah. How they like monitor each other's porn intake so they'll stop masturbating. And I think this is her version of that, of like an accountability situation. She's looking for- I don't think it has to do with her husband. She wants an accountability buddy. Uh, Yeah. But I I think the thing that made my brain tickle reading all of this information for this update was that they're both on the opposite side of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> like one is completely obsessed with sex and the other one's like, I just need to stop. <laughs> and there's no fucking middle ground. There's no moderation. There's no like reasonable discourse about it. They're both balls to the wall, literally just the I- opposite walls. I am dying to know what she what what she's go what's her go to. <laughs> I gotta know. It's it's vanilla bean, no doubt. It's no, that's the thing. It's you like, bet it's crazy. No, I bet, I bet it. I bet there's some safe words in it. Ooh, because no, listen, that repressed, it's gotta be. It gets it's wild. It's gotta be some wild shit. And then she's probably reading a lot of slash stuff. Slash stuff like slash fiction. Oh, okay. You know, horny books. Yeah, she's wearing a horny. No, I don't. I don't think that she's reading books. I think she's going to web. I oh. think she's going to like websites, and she's reading fan fiction, and then like Disney fan fiction. Oh, 100 percent Disney stuff. Hundred percent because they all they all claim they hate <laughs> Disney these days. They love Disney. They love Disney, and they love Starbucks. Disney's their fucking they shit. Fucking live for it. Yeah, this is incredible. All right, so that's half the updates. That's half the updates. I only got three more. All right, so we're going to take a break. Okay. Because you boomed me. I boomed you. Pretty big. Good. On Girl Define, <laughs> double clicking their mouse. Whoa, 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 whoa. Allegedly, I can't prove that. No, she said it in the thing. <laughs> she struggled with it for years, and years was in capitals. <laughs> I bet she wasn't struggling. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. And then she said karma is a guy on the Chiefs. Wow. And it was incredible. And you see how happy her dad was? I know. Her dad was wearing a Chiefs lanyard. And I mean, he's an Eagles fan. He's an Eagles fan. But yeah. I feel like he really likes him. I think think so. (laughs) I honestly, like, there's a lot of people who are soulless fucks. Yeah. Who are like, it's just PR. It's all fake. And I'm like. I don't care. I believe in love. I don't care if it's fake. Yeah. There are royal couple at this point. Yeah. That's about she as close as we She is our Miss Americana. Yeah. <laughs> so. When Taylor says we go to war, we ride. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, or we register to vote, you know? Yeah. That, so <laughs> many of conservatives are mad at her for that. Yeah. They're so mad. And she didn't even say who to vote for. She no, just she said, just make said, sure you're registered. Registered. And they're like, Fuck! Her demo is young women, and all we do is target abortion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, stupid. Oh, my God. So, listen, we just talked about. Don't pass laws that makes Taylor's fans angry, and uh, they won't vote against you. So we just talked about Girl Defined, and they're 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 learning about their bodies. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they're coming into their womanhood. Yeah, they're learning all about marital aids, and um, that deep diving into them made me wonder how uh, Mrs. Midwest is doing. Do you remember Mrs. Midwest? That was the other trad. That was trad the cat. trad wife. Trad wife. So the girl defined they're more trad cath or they're trad more Catholic. about being the religious aspect of the traditional yep, yep, yep. wife. Mrs. Midwest is the reject modernity gal. Straight up Nazi. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah. the blonde Nazi. She was the Nazi wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, I wonder what Mrs. Midwest has been up to, right? Okay. I started looking into Mrs. Midwest. Here now, very interestingly, similar to Girl Defined, she's in a battle royale with her followers. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like everyone's followers are, are in the battle royale you know, right if now. If your comment section isn't fighting, you're not on social media. Yeah. So, but I feel like everybody's fighting everybody right now. It's fucking yeah. crazy. All right. So, um, her big thing is that basically she had the when we posted that original episode about mrs midwest she had uh given birth to her son and uh she named him like bowden or something it was something like weirdly yeah, but it was something about, yeah it was something about the land blood, right? the, blood and land blood and soil blood or something and soil, but yeah. she named him like bowden yeah, yeah. after the soil i think so she ended up having another second baby another okay. boy and i guess okay so based on what i was looking at 
she had really complicated pregnancies. Okay. And during these complicated pregnancies, which were very close together, Irish twins energy, very close together. Yeah. He should have left her the fuck alone after the first one based yeah. on the complications she had. Anyway, as a personal opinion. Um she <laughs> I don't think it's an alleged I don't know. You just like pressing buttons. I've been a button mood today. Okay. Most of the time so, we're like always so deep into like what we Cause like you and I both for the listeners out there, we both yeah. sit down, we have like a shit ton of notes. Yeah. We usually have four to six pages of notes. Mm-hmm. And we have something we're trying to get through or all this different stuff. And then it's like I know we have certain times we want to hit, but with this, I'm like, I don't fucking care. We got <laughs> we got six updates about like terrible people. And it's just like mm. I want to have some fun. I haven't yeah. had, I haven't felt like I've had a case of the sillies on this pod in a while. Yeah, we're fully in a case. The of last the one I did about the reopening of Japan via cannon. Oh, like and then like the more you're talking about, I'm like, oh, I remember when that show started. <laughs> I gotta get more back into that life. Um, so I mean, like this, I told you, it's a bottle episode. It's a bottle episode. Okay. Okay. Um, so like her pregnancies were really hard. She yeah. ended up in the hospital during both of them. Yeah. Long recoveries, surgeries, things went poorly, but she survived. The baby survived. All is well, right? Yeah. The thing is, is that this following that she's um, accumulated due to her, the what she puts out into the world, is this like trad wife shit that these people keep fighting with her that she's not trad wife enough because she didn't do a home birth by candlelight. Because she even went to the hospital. Oh. She's not trad wife enough. And all doctors are Jews. So that's... Oh, well... That's, I mean, that's honestly where a lot of them end up with their head. So yeah, that's fucking crazy. So she could have died. And they're like, yeah. you should have died for the movement. Yeah, you should have died at home. Which is like, okay, home birth, if you want to do that, that's totally fine. But most home births, if you get into a critical situation, they're going to tell you to go to the hospital. Yeah. Because they can't do everything at home. Yeah. But so she has been... And it's so wild to witness. Like when I was looking at her stuff, she has been in an all out passive aggressive Midwestern politeness war with her commenters where like she's trying so hard to keep this like smiley, like hyper because like her whole thing is that like she has like Disney Disney princess energy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she's trying to keep that while being like, I'm going to do what I need to do to keep my family safe. Fuck you guys. But like being really Midwestern nice about it. Yeah. Bless y'all's heart. Yeah. No, that's Southern. Oh, Midwest. I don't know what Midwest nice is. Um, <laughs> Midwest nice is like, oh, hon. Oh, hon. It's good. It's a shame, but it's going to be all right. That's hon. Minnesota, though. Isn't that the Midwest? Mid- it is. It is Midwest. But like, I don't know. There's like also like this Ohio layer of Midwest mm. that like doesn't have the don't you know like that's yeah. I feel like don't you know is, is like that Scandinavian that Scandinavian Canadian mix. Well, I think that's her. She's Scandinavian Canadian. Is she? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, she's been fighting her followers for what seems like months. I didn't. I as I was going back, it was just like her just fully like being like, yeah. I'm not going to apologize for having a hospital birth. I'm not going to apologize for having an epidural. I'm not going to apologize for all this stuff. I also did find out. Remember her racist uh, cop husband? <laughs> what? Her <laughs> husband's a cop who, you know, allegedly I, racist. I, okay, but that doesn't narrow it down with these grifters. Anyway, her husband had... got into a car accident. Okay. And he was in the hospital. All right. And then people were commenting mean things, mean things about him being in the hospital. They're okay. just really anti-hospital. Gotcha. Um, but that's really the whole update, is that she's just fighting in her comments section 
passive aggressively saying that people should be allowed to give birth in hospitals without uh, negative repercussions. I just pulled her out. I found her on the uh, Instagram. On Instagram. Maybe it's not her. She might have blocked it. She might have blocked me. Let me say. I'll tell you. It's like her. Mrs. Midwest style. Yeah, no, that's just the fashion account that follows her. No, I know that. I know that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like, I couldn't remember her face. But she was like younger. Mm-hmm. And she was the one who was talking to like Stephen Molyneux and some other yep. people. Like she straight up, like she got like really weirdly Nazi, like yeah. fast. Yep. And had a crazy quote in that one. Now mm-hmm. that I remember it. But yeah, they're like, oh yeah, here she is. This, this coat. Look at this beautiful coat. I'm like, okay. Because I typed in Mrs. Midwest and it was like, eh. Is it all about how feminine that coat is? Oh, here she is. Here, here's actually her account. Wife, mom, homemaker, and YouTube. No, this is this isn't her. Oh, that's her, right? That's her, yeah. Okay, yep. No, I guess she didn't block me. She's Mrs. Dot Midwest. <laughs> anyway, don't harass her. Leave her yeah, a be. Don't say anything to her. That's how they. This is how they all get their attention. But yeah, I feel like the last time we talked about them, like they didn't have any kids. I didn't know she was married. Yeah, no, she's married to a cop. It was a whole thing I told you about, and that we knew she had one kid because she named them that weird. German saying yeah for blood and it's soil. just been so long that I forgot yeah but this yeah so is... that's like there's not too much to update there she's still grifting the same grift yep but she's getting backlash and like my whole thing is like people should be able to give birth however they fucking want dude okay leave them alone hey you want to hear my narcissistic take on this whole yeah. thing yeah I have more t- Instagram followers than her wow that's what I take away wow. from this wow alright so that was an update from Mrs. Midwest yep alright and what do we got next well, your favorite. What? Your favorite people. Who's my favorite people? The Kardashians. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> there's, there's not a lot to update on the Kardashians. You're a liar. There's always so much. What are you talking they about? They do so much about They're fucking They're busy nothing. women. They're busy gals. What are they busy doing? Scamming. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. They're just scamming. Yeah. Okay. So, what are they scamming these days? Well, you know, so I looked at, I went back and I looked up all their stuff and, you know, they're still doing the, remember we talked about during the episode, they have a scam that they, alleged scam, that they do online where they like, if you comment and tag this post, you'll win like six Louis Vuitton purchases. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one. That They're still doing that. Okay. Mm. They're still doing that. But what I noticed is that instead of like saying like, oh, if you comment here and then tag three friends, you'll win the all these Louis Vuitton bags. Um, what it says, what they say now is like, we are so excited to bless someone with these eight Louis Vuitton bags. So they're adding this like weird Christian element of like, we're blessing you. Mm, because also it's leather, not leather goods because it's also not uh creating a lottery yeah they're just it's just a you blessing. may be blessed you're it's a blessing yeah that's for, how that's how uh that's how bingos at, at, at churches get around yeah it. oh bingo we recently lost bingo did we, lost, we talk about this i don't know if we talked about me bingo okay i found this is unrelated to this but it needs to be said I found a local firehouse that's, you know, not too close to us, but it was intriguing enough that it was worth the drive that um, was doing a bingo to raise money for the firehouse. But it wasn't a normal coach bag bingo or cash money bingo. It was meat bingo. Yeah. M-E-A-T. Meat bingo. It was like, bring your own cooler. We're playing meat bingo. 
And I was immediately intrigued. I didn't tell anyone. I just bought tickets and said, we're doing this. Yep. <laughs> we're I, filling up our deep freeze. We're going to have was, the smoker ready. It was during an Eagles game. It was everybody there had there. their phone on the Eagles game. Yeah, legit. Like, if you and I are sitting there. Everyone around us had pulled up Comcast or Verizon Fios on their phone. Yeah. And was watching the Eagles game while playing. Because they... All the TV monitors are showing, like, they have this crazy system that they can use where, yeah. like, everyone can see the bingo on the screens mm-hmm. and also, like, as they're pulling and calling it and all this different stuff. And we they have to say it verbally or it doesn't count. Yeah. But, you, you can't look at the screen and see B1. You have to wait till it's said before you can call yeah. bingo. There are rules. I know. The lady next to me told me them. Yeah. And also, we didn't have stampers. I know. And the lady next to us gave us stampers. And then that lady won. That was her good karma. Yeah. She helped us. And then she won like $800 cash from the raffle, remember? Yeah. She won She won cash. She won a shit ton of meat. I had like three people at our table. Yeah. They, we won. The, all the we were on vibes. the winner's table. <laughs> but we didn't win We anything. didn't win shit. But the, I, I sat there and paid too much for a hot dog. These prices, I mean, these prizes were insane. It was like, okay, so one of the prizes would be like five pounds of ground beef, four um, cr- pounds of ground chuck or whatever, or not ground chuck, but like chopped chuck. Yep. And then like brisket. six pounds of brisket, three pounds of scrapple. And a bag of wings. And yeah, and like a bag of wings. It was always like this immense amount of things. And then like there was one that I spent all of Alex's money because I wanted to get a Blackstone. There was like a- uh, A Blackstone griddle. A Blackstone griddle bingo. Yeah. And I was like, we're trying to get that Blackstone griddle. Yeah, you've been talking about it a lot because you want one outside because we went to a place years ago that had one. I had the time of my life. You had the time of your life. And I keep pointing out to you that- What's the point of us getting a giant griddle outside when it's just the two of us? I know. And then you're like, well, soon it'll be three of us. I'm like, that's still not enough people for the enough griddle. people to have an outdoor griddle. Yeah. What else are you going to make on there? Pancakes. I know, but I understand Stir that. Stir fry. I could do all that inside. I hear you, but I'm not listening. I know you're because not. Because I really want it. Because I'm anyway. the one who's going to have to put it together. <laughs> and I'm going to be the one who has to move it constantly out of the way because we have mm-hmm. the light in the backyard is set up. To mm-hmm, be a sensor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so if the dog can't trigger the light, <laughs> then the dog refuses to go out back because he's, it's dark. And our big 150-pound dog is afraid of the dark. Well, that's because of the skunk incident. Okay. <laughs> what are the Kardashians doing again? Okay, so they're still doing their Louis Vuitton skim. Anyway, we didn't win anything at Me Bingo. Yeah, I will. But it was worth the experience. Every grandma smoked there. <laughs> It was the it was probably one of the few times I was triggered by people smoking because um, every every single one of them was wearing an Eagles hoodie mm-hmm. and they were like, All right, we're gonna take an intermission and I was like, Why do you have an accent? And then they all went outside and they smoked and then yelled, they called their husbands and yelled about the, the Eagles coaching being bad. Yep. Mm-hmm. The Eagles still won. Doesn't matter. But they were still mad that they hadn't won by enough. Upset about it. Yeah. Okay. So the biggest update I found in the Marvel universe that is the Kardashians. the Kardashians is actually not about a Kardashian. It's about an outlier. Do you know who Black China is? I know of Black China. Okay. So Black China was in a relationship with Robert Kardashian, the son, Rob Kardashian. Yeah, the sock magnet. Yeah, I don't, the sock. <laughs> nobody knows why they know that, but yeah, he made socks. So Rob and Black China were together for a little bit because... Black China had originally been dating and had a child with Tyga, who was then dating Kylie. It's a whole thing. Yeah, it's all always a nightmare. We're gonna that. we're gonna need a spider web to remember this. 
But here's the thing. This is what I noticed is that Black China recently came out that she had found God. She had found God. Oh, she's religious now. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. But her version of finding God seems to me like she was around the Kardashians for a long enough time that she started to see the grift and how you do it. Yeah. And honestly, on one hand, I respect the hustle. She got close to the family. She learned all their secrets, sued them, and then said, fuck you, I'm out. Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, honestly, go ahead. Yeah, pay me child support. But the thing is, this is what makes her suck because, you know, you always are going to suck if you're hanging out with these type of people. Yeah. Um, she decides she's found God and she's going to change her life. So she makes a whole thing on social media about how she's getting rid of her um, butt fillers and her lip fillers and all this stuff. She's going to go back to a more natural state. What was she doing before this? Was she just like an Instagram model? Yeah, I think she was uh, like she was a uh exotic dancer okay and then she started dating tyga who was a rapper and then he yeah. made her famous yeah and she launched kind of like the amber rose idea. i just i just remember one day knowing that black china existed mm-hmm. and then not knowing why i knew that yeah she because, i think she followed the amber rose model yeah yeah it's it's weird because she spells her name c-h-y-n-a mm-hmm. which is like the wrestler china yep uh and i was like listen if you knew anything about her life you wouldn't. You wouldn't do that. No. Because her life was terrible at mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I just always thought that was very weird. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Okay, go on. So, she she says she's doing all this stuff. I It does look like she had some of her work changed, but she still has a lot of work done. She's it's, yeah. she's still in the work, which is fine. Whatever you want to do. Um, but so she's like, but she, I wouldn't bring it up except she made a big deal about it. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is that within this new spirituality... God told her that he wants her to sell hair extensions. <laughs> no. So hair extensions? She started this hair extension business where you can like buy bundles of human hair, like, right? Um, but it's all like it's crazy cuz like she clearly like went to some East Asian com- uh, country, became a partner with them for like hair. And then, like, started doing videos of her at this, like, very clean, like, it's she's always talking about how clean her hair extensions are. But it, she's still exploiting labor. Like, you can still see these laborers being exploited. And, like, she's never answering where the hair comes from. So she's... She, uh, yeah. So she's importing from a hair farm. Mm-hmm. And the farm is people. Yep. Okay, I just want to be clear about that. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, when when you started explaining hair extensions to me like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. when we were just having a conversation about it, you're like, no, it's people hair. And I was like, what? Because I was like, I thought we had we had enough science where we didn't need to do that. And you're like, mm-hmm. no, but people, you can tell. And I'm like, can you? And then oh, you yeah. pointed out to me and I was like, now that I notice, I can tell. Yeah. It's still insane that mm-hmm. this is your God grift. Is she doing Christian stuff mixed in with the human hair? So, or is it just general, more spiritual? So basically... If we were to look at her Instagram grid, which we shouldn't, don't give it any views and don't bully people, um, is that like if one post is about her newfound spirituality, the next post is about where to buy her new hair extensions. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I think her hair extension company, if I remember correctly, has like angel wings involved in like the graphic design. They're like heavenly, godly hair extensions. Gotcha. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, so I mean, within the Kardashian universe, there is a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one of them just had a baby. One of them's still the most boring model I've ever seen in my life. One of them's dating Timothy Chalamet now. Okay. Um, Chris is still just Chrising it up. I'm trying to remember. Kim, I don't even, Kim's, uh, you know, being uh, real thin now. I think she's on the Ozempics. Uh, well, Kim, I know for a fact, mm-hmm. has now been uh, hanging out with Ivanka Trump. Yes, I did see that. That's weird. Yeah. I don't like that. That's suspicious. That popped up because of the political side of things. So that mm. entered into my Oh, world. into yours, Lightgeist. Yeah, that, that got into my algorithms. But she was always hanging around Trump because she went to the White House Yes. To try to um, pass that legislature about. So black, I'm seeing here because I just typed it in and pulled it up. Mm-hmm. But this is confusing. Okay. Uh, okay, so I guess, no, that can't be right. There has to be, that, I think I got, I think I just got pipelined. Okay, I'm Stop not Stop being pipelined. I got pipelined when I tried to find Black China's uh, Instagram. All you need to know is that she found God and God told her hair sell, extensions. Yeah. <laughs> Sell poor people's hair to to morons on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's really the only update I have. Why doesn't God ever tell anyone to pay more taxes? Um, he did in the Bible, but oh. they don't listen to that part. Oh, that's right. Give under Caesar what is Caesar. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's like a whole passage. Yeah. Okay. But we don't we don't follow that part. Okay. Human wait, hair. Wait, do you hear about the percentages on loans? <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So okay. this is so now we're here. This is the last one. Yeah. Number six. So I just want to go through what we've updated. Mm-hmm. Alec and Hilaria Baldwin. Yep. Uh, Maddie Russo, mm-hmm. who I completely forgot about. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm glad we brought it back. Uh, Girl Defined. Yep. They're out here. <laughs> They're having a time. Knuckle deep. After that, we have Mrs. Midwest. Mm-hmm. Fighting. Just fighting. <laughs> she's in the comments and she's throwing bows. Yep. Uh, but nicely. The Kardashians. Yep. Okay. Just, just They're just still doing the same shit. They're out here. And finally, number six, the final. So our last episode... We talked about the reopening of Japan. Yeah. I learned a lot about it because I had not known that any of that happened. Yeah. Right? Like, so I went to, uh, number one, an American school. Yeah. And number two, uh, inner city Catholic school. Yeah. Nobody taught me about that. You weren't taught anything. I, I don't. I know about angels. Yep. And cherubim. about patron saints. You know about cherubim and seraphim. Yep. Sky daddy. Know about that. Yep. Okay. So, I want to go back to that episode for a moment and talk about some things. From the Japanese reopening of Japan with Matthew yeah. Perry? So in 1513, the year 1513, we had talked about the Portuguese fighting with Japan, right? Uh-huh. And how they were, everybody was fighting around that general area. So in 1513, Portuguese ships anchored in the Pearl River estuary, okay? Okay. Which is um, in China near Hong Kong. Okay. okay? In 1521, Portuguese attempted to gain trading posts by force, but are defeated by the Ming Chinese forces in several battles. Where the fuck are we going here? Um, About 30 years later, in 1554, Luso-Chinese agreement, the Portuguese rent Macau as a trading post. Okay. Okay. Yeah. In 1557, Portugal acquires a permanent lease to Macau. Yeah. Which is an incredible statement, a permanent lease. Yes. Okay. In the late 16th century, Macau's trade reaches its peak as the territory is the key link in the export to Chinese silk to Japan. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
1622, the Dutch attempt to seize Macau from Portugal. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's all checking out? Yeah, it's all checking out. In 1640, 20 years later, Macau's economy declines after Japan halts trade completely. Portugal revolts against Spain, and the Portuguese-held Malacca falls to the Dutch. Okay. So we're still, we're all fighting. It's all Dutch and the Portuguese and everybody's because fighting. The Japanese point, have banned everyone but uh, the Dutch. Ju- yeah, the Japanese have halted all trade. Okay. We learned this in the last episode. Yes. In 1757, okay. the King China restricts foreign trade under the Canton system, which focuses all overseas trade on the southern port of Canton, which is now Guangzhou. Okay. All right? Yep. I'm. We get to the 18th century. Um, Macau develops into a trading center, and opium is its most lucrative trade. It yeah. is the epicenter of opium trade. Yeah. Because they're trading with the West at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mid-1800s, Hong Kong, China, uh, overtakes Macau in trade. Um, and merch, uh, the merchants gradually desert the Portuguese territory. So main, most of the people that have the money leave Macau and the Portuguese and, and just go to Hong Kong. Hong Kong, so, yep. like That's where the money's going to be. 1939 to 1945, the territory, Macau, becomes a refuge for Chinese and European people during World War II as it remains largely unoccupied by the Japanese. Okay. Because the Japanese had cut it off. So this is a place where Chinese and European people can go to get away from World War II and have a safe area. In 1951, Portugal officially makes Macau an overseas province. So Portugal is claiming it. They're like, this is a Portuguese territory. Yeah. Which is fucking insane. It's on like basically the other side of the earth. Yeah, well, France has done that with a bunch of different, and and Britain have done yeah. that with a bunch of different random islands. It's a leftover thing from the colonial period where you have overseas territories where like it's not a colony; it's actually our country, and it's yeah, fucking it's weird. fucking weird. Yeah. Um. So in 1966, political demonstrations and riots against the Portuguese rule, inspired by the Cultural Revo- Revolution, see eight people killed and 200 injured. Portuguese sovereignty is severely diminished and leads to a de facto Chinese, I had to Google this word, uh, suzerainty, 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 whatever. The Chinese claim the territory. Yeah. Um, In 1974, following a military coup in Portugal, the government grants more administrative autonomy, autonomy to end economic independence to the territory. In 1987, Portugal and China, uh, China come to an agreement and rec- return Macau to China, to China using the Hong Kong joint declaration between Britain and China as a model. Yep. So Macau is now back to China um, and Portuguese are out. Okay. There's still Portuguese people that live there. Yeah. There's still Portuguese element there. Honestly, after doing some reading about it, I want to go there to eat because I can, again, imagine how delicious Portuguese slash Chinese food is. Yeah. I need to get there. Um, uh, In 1999, Macau becomes a special administrative region under Chinese sovereignty. Okay. Current day. Macau is considered to be the Las Vegas of these. It is an exceptionally rich mecca of entertainment in China. It is... Um, a gambling 
like uh what's the word for like the greek god of like partying dionysus yeah bacchanalian bacchanalian it's like it's that it's a party mecca it's all gambling there's hundreds of resorts it is extremely wealthy and because they have this special administrative region sovereignty they're kind of like they have their own rules and laws there the way vegas used to exactly yeah yeah so you can't really do certain things there because china knows that it's this vegas situation and whereas like the people's republic of china has certain rules macau kind of doesn't it's a little loosey-goosey there because it's a party town right yeah Interpol officials have confirmed that one MDB fugitive, John Lowe, is hiding in Macau, but they can't arrest him. Joe Joe Lowe! Joe Lowe! (laughs) This whole thing was Joe Lowe? Joe Lowe is currently hiding in Macau. They, he's not even hiding. They know he's there. They know he's just walking around. He's gambling. He's partying. He's drinking. Oh my god! And he's there, and he's untouchable because of where he is. Isn't a big thing with Jolo? I mean, about Macau as well is like they also like wash a lot of money there. Mm-hmm. So there's like a lot of illegal money comes through. Where you have a guy go to a table, and he like, you know, he gets thirty thousand dollars worth of chips or whatever, yeah. and then he'll play like one hand, and he's like, oh, I lost five bucks, and then he goes and he sits down, and then he goes and he just like gets it back yep. as cash, but now it's new cash. Yep. Man, that's so fucking crazy. So, Jolo, our 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 guy that we found in the Kardashians episode that led to the 1MD epi- MDB episode, an international criminal being hunted by Interpol is in Macau. That's, <laughs> that's all the so, only update I can find. <laughs> that's so wild. That's so wild. I did not expect jolo to be Mm. the final update (laughs) i thought honestly the whole time you were going i was like i feel like and she'd be like and that train was toxic Mm -hmm. which brings me to the toxic gossip train like i thought that's where we're going i thought it was gonna be colleen ballinger but i was like oh my god it's so much better than jolo yeah uh i'm glad to know he's in macau yeah we should party with him having a good time he's the band so that's technically my last update for you about okay. some of our past episodes and the past players in our past episodes. Yeah, and we're coming because I mean we're not coming up to a year. We're about ten months into this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of uh, new listeners, new friends, uh, new family, a lot of changes for us. Yep, and for the world, and we have. Um, it's been wild, mm-hmm. and I think yeah, I think this is a good time to do this because. We are getting closer and closer to our leave. Mm-hmm. We have a bunch of episodes. I've been thinking about it a lot too. The listeners won't quite understand yet, but um, because of what we've been recording, it's hard for me to like cover other things because I'm like, oh, I haven't told you guys this other information yet. Yeah. So like with some of the topics that we've covered, like it makes more sense when you hear that after like two episodes after this other one. Mm-hmm. So when we want to talk about certain things, I'm like, ah, it doesn't make sense because we've talked about it. We've recorded it. It feels like I've already done it. Yeah. But nobody's going to hear it for another three months. Yeah. <laughs> so it's wild. So I do have one. This isn't really an update. Okay. It's just, um, I want to call it an elevator pitch. Okay. Um, just a shout out really. A shout out, once again, usually reserved for the book club episodes to the local libraries. Yep. Okay. Um, So basically, for people who maybe don't listen to our book club episodes, 
um i'm obsessed with local libraries and public libraries of all of all sizes and after witnessing um what's going on with the most recent round of elections right it's become more and more clear every day that libraries and institutions that have books and information are under attack and so my pitch is just to end this episode kind of hailing the library and asking people to support their local library in any way they can mm-hmm. if that's okay with you that's fine um so i d- i was doing some research about the the attacks on the library systems across the country yeah and you know there's so many of them there's all different ways people are trying to defund and disenfranchise library systems across america but i found an article in time magazine and I wanted to read you some of a quote of it that I felt like really captured what I w- I've been thinking about it okay. and why I always uh, shout from the rooftops how important libraries are. So I'm going to read you this uh, quote from this article. All right, go ahead. Okay. So the American Library Association was founded in 1876 with the mission to enhance learning and ensure access to information for all. The association's formation occurred in an era when libraries were being established to directly address the fact that 20% of Americans 14 years and older had limited literacy. 11.5% of white teens and adults compared to 80% of black teens and adults, many emerging from enslavement, which had legally penalized reading and writing. In addition to the First Amendment right, Reading actively and widely was seen as a pathway to individual agency, economic mobility, and civic engagement. And for industrialists and philanthropists like Andrew Carnegie and Julius Rosenwald, who funded the establishments of libraries and communities on campuses, reading was considered a means to labor productivity and economic growth. Uh, True to his opinion, U.S. Senator Wendell Ford, a Kentucky Democrat, was quoted as saying, if information is the currency of democracy, then libraries are its banks. Indeed, current usage studies indicate that libraries are among the most visited public service institutions, totaling more than 1 billion visits annually and users turning to libraries for critical educational services in addition to books. In recent years, as many as 118 million participants have taken part in nearly 6 million programs focused on early and family literacy, digital literacy, and after-school homework support, summer reading programs for the youth, adult literacy, basic education, career readiness, small business development, arts and humanities programs, English for speakers of other languages, special programs for adults navigating memory loss, and re-entry after incarceration. And when well-equipped and adequately staffed by trained library professionals, School and academic libraries have been shown to improve teacher preparation and to have a direct positive impact on academic achievement and graduation rates for students. Libraries are often place are often the one place in any community or on any campus where individuals can visit at no cost without regard to class, education, citizenship, or other demographic characteristics without justification or need for permission. For providing this bridge to ideation and self-actualization, libraries are widely celebrated as palaces of the people and the staff who manage them as creating places of belonging for children, adults, students, and workers alike. 
What? <laughs> I was a long quote. I thought yeah. there was more. No, that's that's the quote okay. from the Time article. Okay. And yeah, I just think it's incredibly important that we support our local libraries at this time. Yes. As they're all under attack. Yes. And whether that is just getting a library card. You don't need you just take the free books, get the yeah. library card. If you can donate, donate whatever. It's also one of those things too is uh, we would I would like to note one thing. Mm-hmm. You're not telling people which library to support. No. You're telling them to support their local library. Yeah. Because that is your community. Exactly. To the listener. That is the peop- that is going to affect you, your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone. Mm-hmm. I think there's been a very big there's been an issue since I, I want to say about the 60s of looking at any sort of public good or common space like a library, but even stuff like public transportation. Those things were vilified uh, by specific forces in the United States, especially that has left us behind the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let them do this to libraries. Don't let them say that just because there's one gay book, they got to close the entire fucking building. These people are dumb. Mm-hmm. They're really stupid. Yeah. And the people who are fighting against them also, they're actually really lazy people. Yeah. And all you have to do, honestly, I know it's, it feels like a lot, but it's just a year or two. Putting up a fight against people who are trying to shut down lo- local libraries in uh, local areas, they will move on to something else. Because the people who are truly going after this, they are ha- they their life is actually unmanageable Mm -hmm. and they're trying to find control of something and controlling other people's is where they are finding that control. Yeah. Um, We all know this from having bad coworkers and bad bosses where we've watched them and you can just fucking wait them out sometimes. Yeah. Don't let these people get into positions of power. Make sure that you are voting in all of the local elections and make sure you're paying attention to who is running for those offices, especially when it comes to school boards library boards and others because this is often where the horrible politicians the matt gates of the world mm-hmm. matt gates is different because his dad was a state senator his dad became a state senator because his dad started doing stuff at the local level and then realized he could run for something mm-hmm. so you could actually find a bag of shit running for school board unopposed realize that they're a bag of shit run against them or find someone to run against them. And you could be stopping a dynasty worth of a hundred years of dog shit. Yeah. About to roll down a fucking pipe. Mm-hmm. So to the listeners out there, keep that in mind uh, and all these different things. It's a, th- there is a lot of light and beauty in the world that um, you can find. You don't have to focus on just these horrible things, but we want you to please Support your local library. And also, this was also my backdoor to uh, plug our upcoming episode. He just squinted at me and gave me a dirty look. Because next weekend, we will be doing, um, on our Sunday drop, as part of you know our normal thing, a book club episode. But it's not going to be a regular book club episode. It's going to be a very important book club episode voted on and chosen by our Patreons. Uh, Alex is going to do a book club episode on Akatar, A Court of Thorn and Roses. Are you excited?